to Kingston Beats Daily. I'm your host, Tony Fry. As always, you can reach me at kingstonbeats at herohabit.com or call me at 925-494-1739. You can also follow us at Hero Habit on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, we are talking about what goes on by the Beatles. It was released on December 3rd, 1965. So we should have done this last week as an anniversary episode, but we didn't, uh, on the Rubber Soul album. And then it was later used in America as the B-side to Nowhere Man uh, on February 15th, 1966. There's not much to say about this song. It's a simple little country tune. It is clearly album filler. Um, It's not bad album filler. You know, album filler on Rubber Soul is pretty uh, solid song still. Um, but it, there are a few interesting things about it. For starters, it's the first songwriting credit given to Ringo. And it's the only song in the entire Beatles catalog to have the songwriting credit of Lennon McCartney Starkey. Um, there's uh, Dig It on Let It Be in 1970. Uh, credits Lennon McCartney Harrison Starkey, but this is the only one where just those three are credited as songwriters. And there are very few instances where uh, a song isn't credited to Lennon and McCartney, except for George's songs, obviously. So that's kind of a quirky thing. What makes it even more quirky, though, is that John wrote this song back in the Quarryman days. So this song's been floating around since way before Ringo was even in the band. And they had actually originally wanted to do it as a follow-up to Please Please Me back in 1963. So even within the Beatles, this song has been kind of floating around for a couple years at this point. Um, Ringo claims that he contributed five words to it, and that's how he got the songwriting credit. Who knows what the real... Uh, inspiration of giving him any credit for it was, but there it is. Um, they recorded the basic track in one take, which is kind of cool because the band sounds pretty tight on it. But again, they've known this song for a long time, so they didn't need a ton of rehearsal, I would imagine, because it had been floating around for a while. Uh, and it was the same uh, session that they did the 12 bar original, which is on the first anthology, no, second anthology. Um, which is just a 12 bar blues jam, uh, kind of, you know, in the style of green onions, but knowing that, that it was recorded on this same session that they were doing their imitation of green onions. And this is obviously their imitation of, uh, every Carl's or every Carl Perkins tune. You hear George's guitar playing. It's brilliant. It is. I, I've always said George is was a uh, remarkable guitar player in his own right. He wrote some of the best guitar licks, the best riffs, the most beautiful solos, all the way through the Beatles and his entire solo career. The man was a brilliant guitar player with uh, a very unique touch and approach to the instrument that is uh, beyond what most rock and roll players will ever touch. That said, he was also a fantastic imitator because when they're doing Chuck Berry songs, he plays like Chuck Berry. When they're doing Carl Perkins tunes, he plays like Carl Perkins. The man 
was uh, a student of the instrument in every style. And this proves it because on this song, which isn't a Carl Perkins song, it's an original song, he's delivering a guitar part that is uh, authentically rockabilly, even though he's a, you know, what would be, he'd be 23-year-old from Liverpool at this time. It is an authentic rockabilly. It, it hits all the points that Carl Perkins would have hit. Um, so that's cool. It's There's some very cool guitar work. I like the guitar tone on this. I like how he slips these dissonant notes that you get from um, rockabilly guitar where like you're descending in half steps when the rest of the band doesn't. I love that stuff. He's doing some cool stuff. So we've got that. But going back to this Green Onions um, uh, copycat song that they were doing, if you listen to Paul's bass line, he's doing the whole time and I don't have the music in front of me, so I'm just going to fake it. But he's doing the whole time. He's going. Right. Kind of just this little bouncy, um, maybe dotted eight sixteenth bass line. But then when they get to the solo, it's straight ahead. Right. And he's kind of got this walking bass line that he pulls out for the solo that sounds to me a lot like uh booker t you know or some or something of that that genre you know um and so i think it's kind of funny that they recorded the 12 bar original on the same day that they recorded this one because it sounds to me like paul was letting that slip into his performance a little bit uh, or vice versa, you know, but w- either way, he, he totally shifts his groove for the guitar solo, which is a very cool little trick that, that, that he's doing beyond that. There's nothing to, to talk about here. Um, it's a simple country song. The chords aren't particularly special. The background vocals are, um, really good. I think Ringo's voice sounds good on this, but I think Ringo's voice was at its best in the early days and when he's doing country songs. But uh, the background vocals, the harmonies sound incredible on this one. And uh, I think it's just John and Paul. I don't, I don't hear George on there, but they, they sound fantastic and really add to that country feel. I don't see how this would have been a single, you know, especially following please, please me, which is just a straight ahead rocker. But for what it's worth, it, it, it is a nice track on Rubber Soul, and, uh, you know, it's Ringo's song for the album. Beyond that, what can we say? It's not my favorite. So, I guess that's it. This is a short one. It's very rare that I don't talk for five times the length of the song, but there's not much to add to this one. Um, if you want to listen to it, you can follow our Spotify playlist. Uh, you can find our profile, Hero Habit, on Spotify, and then I've compiled a playlist that I'm adding to every day. Um, that's just Kinks and Beatles music, and it's just the stuff we've talked about. So it's not going to be a greatest hits thing. We, we, you know, we don't add it until it's added, till it's released on the podcast. So it's a cool, you know. I think if we're gaining new appreciation for this music. Um, Maybe you're going to want to focus on that more than the songs we haven't talked about yet. So you can give that a follow. 
And then, of course, it will be in our weekly rundown on Friday at HeroHabit.com. Again, give me a call, 925-494-1739. Let me know what your favorite and least favorite Beatles and Kinks songs are. One voicemail per song, please. Split it up. So you can call me as much as you want. Um, I'd love... I, I'll include you on every podcast if you uh, if you call about every song, but leave a different voicemail for each podcast. Um, or you can email me, kinksandbeats at herohabit.com. All right. I will talk to you tomorrow as we discuss, oh my goodness, a kinks song with some of my favorite Dave Davies lead guitar work of any kinks song. And I'm going to have to do my homework because I'm not even sure how he does it. Dave, if you're listening, call me. We need to talk about this one. All right. I will uh, talk to you guys tomorrow. This podcast is presented by the Hero Habit Podcast Network. Swing by herohabit.com today to comment on this episode and poke around our growing database of sports and pop culture news, reviews, and collectibles. Herohabit.com. Collect your heroes.